Yeah, okay. So, I'm Jacob Lloyd, and this is my 180 story. Um, I remember laying on a hospital bed and asking my parents, am I going to die? The whole thing felt like a dream. I asked myself if this was really happening. I grew up in a Christian home and went to church my entire life. I came to know Christ at a young age, but as I look back, I realized that for about 10 years, I pretty much just went through the motions. I went to church, didn't say bad words, and did about anything a good kid would do, but I did this stuff because I felt like I was supposed to, not because I really wanted to. This approach left me stagnant in my relationship with God and unable to see things from a bigger perspective. It was early in my sophomore year of high school that I really liked this girl. I had liked her for a while, but nothing had happened. I had started to realize through things I was seeing that it just did not look like this was ever going to work out, and I could not understand why it would not. I saw no reason why we were not a good fit for each other and started to question why God would not allow this to happen. I sadly reached a point where I started questioning if God was real at all. Fast forward a few months to about April of my sophomore year. I was still living in this doubt about God and was wrestling within myself about it. I had gone to church my entire life, so I could not stomach thinking he was not real, but at the same time, I could not understand why God would hold something like this back from me. I remember around this time praying to God something along the lines of, I'm sick of having this doubt within me. I know I should not have doubts, but yet I do. Whatever you have to do to convince me you are real, do it. When I go forward about another month, it was a Saturday night at the end of May, and I started to get this pinch in my stomach area. This had happened before, but I had always gotten over it, except this time I didn't. It suddenly felt like someone had put a belt around my waist and just kept continually pulling it tighter and tighter and tighter. I did not sleep all night, and I could not eat. After 24 hours, my mom finally decided we were going to the ER. It was determined at the ER that I had appendicitis and needed emergency surgery to remove my appendix. When the next morning came, I remember seeing all the metal equipment they used for surgery when I was wheeled in, which was kind of a scary thought. They put me on the table and told me to count down from 10. I don't remember ever getting to three. There are some things I remember happening when I woke up that I won't mention since it's pretty gross. But to say the least, I was in really bad shape coming out of surgery. When I was knocked out for the surgery, I was basically put on a system to help me breathe. This system also helped keep all the fluids out of your lungs. At some point when they were finishing up the surgery, they pulled a tube at the wrong time and all the fluids they were trying to keep out of my lungs went into my lungs. My lungs were full of fluid, and nobody seemed to realize that. Hours passed without realizing this. The oxygen level in my blood was in the 70s for hours, which may not sound bad, but it should really never get below 92. I was left on a hospital bed with nothing more than an oxygen mask because nobody realized what had happened. Finally, after a few hours, my aunt, who was a doctor, came to visit, and she, realized, uh, she soon started to realize that something was going on. When she started to get concerned, I started to worry because she sees this stuff every day. From stuff I was hearing, I started to realize this was a lot worse than I thought. It was soon after that I was being wheeled to get a CAT scan, and all of a sudden it hit me that this might really be it for me. In that moment when you realize you might be on your deathbed, the only thing that comes to mind is, what's next? The, I then thought of the verse from the parable of the talents in Matthew. Matthew 25, 21 says, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. My next thought was, what would God say to me? I had not been a good and faithful servant, and in just a short while, I could be standing before God, who I had just died for months, if he was real. What could I say? It became a scary thought. In that moment, I prayed to God that he would deliver me. I told him that if he brought me out, I would give him the glory and never doubt again. I would live my life to reflect him and start to take my walk seriously. I ended up getting life flighted that night out of that hospital to another one. On the way in the helicopter, I thought it was the death tour, my last time seeing the outside world. But over the next three days, I miraculously went from nearly dead to on my feet and out of the hospital. A few more, a few more hours in the other hospital, and I would not be here today. But thanks to God, I am. 
Ever since that moment, I've not just been going through the motions of my faith like I was before. I've taken it seriously and enjoyed growing in my relationship with God and am now able to see things from a bigger perspective. I soon realized why things never worked out with that girl and I'm thankful that it did not. When bad or tough times come, I'm reminded that where we really grow in our relationship with God is in the valleys. It is there where we learn to trust and depend on Him. As Philippians 1.12 says, I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. If you're going through something difficult right now, I just want to let you know that God will help carry you through if, we will, if you will lean on Him. He is real and wants to see the gospel furthered. It may just require events in our lives that we would not normally choose. He is there, and He will be with you every step of the way. I'm Jacob Lloyd, and this has been my 180 story. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the 180.